people it's not just about overnight leaving and you know you've started a business and all there no it's about investing beforehand in the transformational process that you will need to become that new person because sometimes they're still the same person so they're still making the same types of choices and living the same day and realizing that that's not how a business owner will operate it will take a shift in your mindset but as females we do need a little bit of security and safety so i would always recommend following your approach Hello and welcome everyone to Her Money Club Stories. My name is Rachelle Minnie. I am the founder of Her Money Club. The intention for these beautiful discussions is to collect women's stories of how they've overcome various challenges related to money and the life journey that unfolds with money. In Her Money Club, we talk a lot about aligning money strategy with life purpose to create this thriving life that we all desire. And that is a process. It's a journey. So as we collect these pieces and these stories along the way with these amazing women to expand our community, please don't hesitate to reach out, share your story, and really dive into what's possible for all of us. With us today on the adventure, we have Stephanie. So to get to know you, hello, Stephanie. Welcome. Hi, Rachel. It's so, so great to connect with you and catch up. And really a little bit about me is, well, my name is Stephanie Hepburn, and I'm a master certified life and mindset coach. And really what I do in a nutshell is I help women to really tap into their purpose, find out what they love, what lights them up every day and allow them to move into a career or even building an online business that allows them to live that out every day and also to profit financially. Because as you know, if you're in employment, then there's generally a fixed, there'll be a ceiling on what you can earn. So since we're talking about money today, that's that's how this is relevant I guess to the conversation but yeah it's totally possible to make a consistent income doing what you love so aside from that you may have noticed I am Scottish based in the UK I live in the beautiful west coast of Scotland by this well about maybe 25 minutes from the sea and surrounded by nature I have a beautiful two-year-old daughter so that's really my background and that's all about me love it love it and I I want to dive into a little bit of your own money story and I know you shared a little bit with me um, in the DMs when we were talking but can you share maybe as a starting point a time when you had one really big decision from your past financially that you had to make and it changed the trajectory of how you either operated with money or thought about money and you know there have been lots in my past lots of money stories where you know there have been certain obstacles but the major one for me was when I had to make the decision to essentially become a business owner that was a massive decision for me that I put off for years and years and years in my life and basically you know it was a big money obstacle for me because think about it you'll appreciate this Rachel you if you if you have studied for four or five years you've invested all of this time energy finance into your degree you then spend a lot of time you know developing expertise in that area and if you're anything like me you had a secure job you had a salary well 
I don't believe in secure job. Like I'm just going to put that out there. I don't believe there is a secure job in this day and age. But you know what everyone else looking in would say, you're crazy to give that up. I had decent holidays. You know, I was able to go and I was able to spend and you know buy some nice things and all of that. And from the outside, and everything looked great, but I was deeply unfulfilled because the role that I worked in it did not turn out to be the role that I imagined it would be. There was very little flexibility. I was not able to, you know, to do the things I really wanted to, to make the impact and the difference that I wanted to. I knew that I had to make the change, but it was difficult because of all the reasons I mentioned and also because I loved the people I worked with. I had amazing colleagues. I worked with amazing people every day. So it was hard. There was a big turning point because I was just leisurely driving into town one day and it I just had a, a life-changing incident happened where I was in a road traffic accident and wow. when you're in a car and I'm at a place where I can speak about this now but when you're in a car and you're spinning around on that motorway and you're terrified you're alone there's no one with you and um, and you don't know how it's going to end you don't know that you're going to have another day and I'm just, I just remember just clinging on, just saying, please just let me, please just let me get through this. Mm-hmm. And I was shaken to the core, but I knew mm-hmm. from that point, I'm not going to get emotional on this, but I knew from that point, I have a completely different outlook on life from some people. You know, I, I was driving in in a beautiful sports car that I thought was important. Nothing's important. You know, I enjoy nice things now. I'm not saying that I'm just saying material items became totally irrelevant to me and finding my purpose and pursuing that and achieving fulfillment in my life and making a difference every day that became important to me and I could no longer go on living for the weekend and booking all of these holidays and so at that point I had to put the big decision aside and say no I I need to to make a move and do something different in my life so when I managed to bounce back from that mentally because that really shook that really changed who I was I didn't you know I didn't want to get out bed in the morning I'm not going to lie like and I'm a very motivated person but I did not want to I just didn't even want to wake up some days it just wasn't nice and that was hard to get through but once I got through that I realized look you need to find your purpose and move on so at that point I just thought you need to go but I remember handing in my notice and it was really scary to do that I typed it all I prepared myself but putting it on the table when I love my boss I loved everyone I worked with I was hard but and that was the money challenge for me Rachel that was the biggest money challenge I would say yeah because I I would I would leave all of that security behind to pursue something that I didn't have a clue what it was Yeah, that's an incredible story. And I just want to acknowledge you for one, sharing it and recognizing what pieces was what was happening in your awareness within yourself. Because I think that's a big part of what's in the gap for many of us is we're so conditioned to go along in this journey called life and do the same things that everyone else is doing and just it's groundhog's day every day it's just same old same old same old until we have this moment this profound deep moment where something takes us out of that pattern and I've had the same thing happen to me and I've shared my story on here I love how you also shared like the the piece around the material things are no longer relevant and 
my boyfriend and I are currently unraveling our attachment to material things um, and we have to do it kind of again and again and we're going um, next year to travel the world and it's just more and more you know detachment from these things and it's so fun and wild to experience my own mindset around what's happening in my mind when I'm like but I like this one dress or this or, or whatever it is right and so it's just, I wish everyone would have moments like this. Not that I wish everyone would have, you know, deeply challenging moments, but the profoundness within it is so powerful. So thank you for sharing that. I'm curious to know, as your money journey has unfolded um, lately, is there anything in particular, you know, like that scares you around money or what, what your biggest fear might be? I know you mentioned like security and some of those elements. That, that probably would be my personal biggest insecurity is the what ifs that can creep in because I don't know if I'm alone or in this or it's just the way that I have been raised and that, you know, this could happen or that could happen. And, you know, just being, I, I did not, I've not come from an entrepreneurial background, but that is who I am through and through. And you need it takes a certain type of person to persevere and keep going okay it, it really does and some people don't get it right but I wasn't brought up in that environment so some people especially family and friends maybe cannot understand what it takes and so they can actually accentuate the fears that you have they've essentially given to you because they could maybe feed into that a little bit so I think that is a challenge and but it's something I consciously work on and remind myself that these are actually ideas these are other people's ideas and other people's concepts and thoughts that they are feeding into you. But do you ever feel that, Rachel? I mean, I know what you're, you're essentially moving on somewhere enlightened place in your life right now, you and your boyfriend. This is a stage you're at in your life now. It's when you surpass that. I mean, I'm not saying it's nice to have the material possessions. There yeah. are things that, that, I, that, you know, it's still nice to, to pursue or to look for. And we should never make ourselves feel bad about that but it's just separating that from what's so important. Yeah. Just like our biggest fears with money and like, you know, yeah. being, you know, insecure and scared. And yes, I would say that many women, you're not alone in that. Many women experience that. And there's a really good book actually that I want to recommend because I've been reading it called Sacred Success. And it's by Barbara Stanny. And she is, has had a 20, 30 year plus journey with, coaching women and money. And she's one of my, I look to her as a mentor because she has this very profound way of sharing how money can be the spiritual experience, but really ingrained in our mindset as a collective, as women, where we often call it humility to be humble around money, but we're really playing small is what we're doing. And so being able to have the awareness and recognize when are we not playing a big game and shining our light because we are afraid of, you know, the success that we might have with it, being responsible for money even, um, because there's like this undercurrent of, we aren't capable as a collective to handle money. And so we just want to play it small, stay secure, like stay in this little bubble or box that we create for ourselves, which ultimately from a mindset perspective is our limitations. And to your point on 
recognizing like all the what ifs, if we are in a perpetual state of what if this happens, what if that happens, we are no longer able to create certainty around just getting something done and creating that certainty that it's possible to be a, what I like to call a done person, no matter what this is happening, no matter what, this is the amount of money that I'm going to make. And not coming from this place of like overwhelming, like it has to be hard or strenuous or anything to get it done. It's more of this calm certainty and groundedness that it is possible to get whatever our goals are done. I love um, how Barbara shares in her book around the literal sacredness of that when we experience that as women and when we go back generationally and understand our history with money as women it makes a lot of sense why we operate the way we do and creates this new awareness around okay if that's how we were conditioned how can we unravel that conditioning and really embody what it's going to take to be successful in our lives with money and overcome whatever those fears are so it's a good one. Um, with that, I would love for you to share. I know we kind of talked about this before, but is there one thing I can support you or your community in around financial wellness and the, and the journey there? Yeah, well, actually, firstly, thank you for the recommendation. I am an avid reader. I love to read. I believe that, you know, you can't, we can't learn enough, really. I think it's so important to, to always invest in your education. With regards to my community, we are a group of people generally within my community are females and women who are professionals they're highly competent people they're people who have expertise but may not necessarily believe that they're experts and they'll be looking to move into creating their own businesses setting up something from scratch themselves and of course i can say yes it's possible i've done this i can show you the difference in my life now i know that that happened for a reason and that's who i was called to be and i can say trust your intuition but that's just me can you give us uh, Rachel, any any of your own perspectives on that as a business owner someone who has had to take the leap from the corporate into their own business setup themselves yeah absolutely and I'm gonna tack on the financial lens of that to really support everyone who's listening to this I've actually left corporate three different times in three different businesses so I've had some multiple experiences with this because I've I've done it I've failed I've gone back to corporate I've done it and you know kept part-time uh, businesses and then more recently have done full-time in business and completely let the boat sail on the corporate life. And what I've learned throughout those seven years of experiencing that is there's always going to be the fear. So it's not a matter of getting rid of the fear, especially with finances. It's more of navigating through it. And what I mean by that, especially if it's your first time leaving corporate, <laughs> since I've done it a few times now, it's really important to have a financial plan and something you can actually execute on from a strategy perspective. My biggest concern for women is when you work with a financial planner, and this is something I used to do, is they're going to put a financial plan together that's very safe and secure and related to your investments, your insurance strategies, and maybe your, your budget. But you really want to work with someone who can help you create an exit strategy. And this is something I help women in my community with. So while Stephanie helps you with the mindset and the purpose and the drive, I help with the execution of exiting financially from a career. And so it's a perfect 
um, well-rounded approach to then embody what it needs to be to have that vision and have the plan in place financially so that you can execute the milestones along the way. And I want to get super granular here because I think this is really important. If you do not have a minimum of six months of your living expenses saved up, safe and secure before you take that leap, I would not recommend taking that leap. And really, I would prefer someone have about a year's worth of living expenses saved up. And the reason being is as you progress in a business journey, you're going to want to grow, obviously. There's going to be things that you're going to want to pay for, investments in yourself that you're going to want to take to grow your knowledge and your skill set along the way. So you're going to want to have that buffer or you know, what I did the, the third time I left was really take all those classes and courses I needed to take while I was still in my corporate job so that when I exited, I really felt secure in my knowledge base, my expertise, not only in money and helping coach women with money, but also the sales, the marketing, the operational types of aspects of running a business. And so when you give yourself that opportunity to invest in yourself and learn along the way, whether that's while in career or, or or in your corporate job or not, that really gives you a leg up. And I see a lot of women just kind of to, to Stephanie's point earlier, like they have this profound moment and then they just quit their job with nothing to go to, with not really a sense of like what's happening. And I'm not saying that that's bad or wrong. I just, if you could give yourself the gift of really planning ahead and working with a coach like Stephanie, working with someone like me who can help support you along that journey and that transition, it truly is a transition. And I'd be curious, Stephanie, to hear your thoughts on how you transitioned out. But for me, it was about an eight month process of transitioning out from my mindset, from my money um, perspective, and just building the infrastructure of what I wanted to create before I actually took the leap. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think especially as females, we've got a different mindset to, to males. We really have the need for safety and security. So sometimes if you, I would never recommend that anyone ever just sacks their boss, you know, overnight. It's just not a smart thing to do because your own personal, unless, unless you have those almost like cushions in place, I think what you're suggesting is a really intelligent way of going about it. And I always encourage people, it's not just about overnight leaving and, you know, you've started a business and all there. No, it's about investing beforehand in the transformational process that you will need to become that new person. Because sometimes people leave their role and they, they're still the same person. So they're still making the same types of choices and living the same day and realizing that that's not how a business owner will operate. It will take a shift in your mindset. It takes a shift in the, the, the daily actions that you have. But as females, we do need a little bit of security and safety. So I would always recommend following your approach. And I also faced myself out. I didn't just leave. I actually handed in my notice as, okay, I am... Um, um, now um, I'm going to stop my permanent position, full-time permanent position. I'm going to go down to two days. I, I did it that way. So I didn't save up for eight months. I did a bit of both, but I had the outgoings covered and I had things covered until eventually I could then securely go. What would your, I only have one more question on this, yeah, yeah. which is something I do often ponder. If you are generating, say five, say exponentially more, 
yeah. and what you currently are in your role would it not then be completely illogical to not and this is just one question I often have would it not be illogical to continue in a role where you know that you're generating much more income and you're other one that you could maybe do in don't know a couple of months and that you're actually wasting time and momentum that's the only question I sometimes have mm. so and I just want to clarify what you're asking so you're saying that you maybe spend a little bit of time in your corporate job and you're making more money there or you're making more money in your business so say for example a professional because this is something that always comes up yeah say, um a, a woman joins our accelerator program mm -hmm. she's mm -hmm. doing incredibly well it takes off so quickly but she knows that she either has to hire extra people to do the work or she's going to have to do it herself, but she cannot physically juggle both because maybe mm -hmm. she's a mom, but she's yeah. also working in her corporate role. So does she just decide that's it, you know, cut those ties there and just do it all herself when she's making so much more in her business, her own business. Got it. Okay. Or, yeah. Got it. Yep. I clarified it. This is a mindset shift really. And I had a similar situation when I hired three employees is do I spend the money because I was doing it all myself and delegate, which is a loss of what we feel like control, right? And it's the same type of thing. It's a loss of control around our money situation, our security when we cut off the corporate job. Same thing when you hire people. So they're very similar and they're different pivotal moments where you get to decide what it is that you get to be in your business. And for me at that point, it was a decision of, okay, I can grow more if I spend more and hire more people. And it's very counterintuitive. And so the same thing to your point around momentum is true when she cuts off the mental energy that's being spent on her corporate job, she is now free and clear to fully dive into the business. Because I even think about it from a neurology standpoint, you are literally having two parts of you being pulled in two different directions. And the moment you can integrate that and just really be congruent in your thoughts every single day and your experience every single day and build that foundation, the more momentum you can have from that starting point. So as much as it's scary and, you know, we like the safety and security, I highly, if you're comfortable, you have your emergency funds, all of that set up, take the leap like go for it. Um, and especially if you're making more money in your business than in your corporate job, it's just that little last line you have to kind of cut because you're, you're afraid, right? Like there's a fear behind that. So um, even for your sake, I would really dig into what is the real fear behind it? What is she making it mean to keep that corporate job? What is it meaning about her? Because it could even mean like, oh, if I take this full leap, it makes it mean that I have to be a business person, a business owner, right? And for some women, they don't see themselves as a business owner. They see themselves as an employee. And so that can be really scary. So there's, there's lots of directions it could go, but what are we making it mean when we are doing both we're having that split energy it's taking up a lot of our time and time is so precious um i actually coach a lot of women around probably more time related concepts than money related because time is more precious time is more priceless and the more we can create an abundance of time for ourselves and the space that's necessary to create from now we are truly the creators of our own reality 
and we have the ability to expand our income because we're making a bigger impact because we're giving ourselves the time to create. So those would be my thoughts around it. I think that was, yeah, that was really, really a great um, perspective, Rachel. And I think also the great thing is that if a female, you know, if a woman comes in and she's doing so well, she's really in her purpose, sometimes it can be hard to let go of the fact that, well, what's the success going to bring for me? Yeah. Um, to move into that next level is, is something that they maybe haven't prepared themselves for. That's why I think obviously tuning into to your podcast is incredible being part of her money club community all of these things because these are mindset shifts to do with finances as well it's not just actually about building a career and building a business in that type of mindset so yeah I definitely encourage people to do you that you mentioned um like getting to that next level and so I want to rec I have lots of book recommendations so there's another book that I really have enjoyed um called spiral dynamics and it talks about the levels of consciousness and um, the levels of consciousness we're actually um, teetering between is uh, like this basically level four where we're in the system and creating the same things over and over as an employee and level five, which is being the creator and the delegator and the business owner. So there's actually, um, it talks about it from a conscious perspective and it's really cool to understand like oh like there truly are you know I, I like to call a game of life a game right so there's really levels to this game <laughs> there really truly are yeah. and when we can operate from this place of okay let's play the game let's one first enjoy it enjoy the ride navigate the process and know that emotions are going to come up and feelings and um, things that are scary and challenges and can for the most part we enjoy the ride yeah absolutely but we get to choose into that and so that's a yeah that's just another good one to to read through and understand the levels of consciousness I loved it love it I haven't heard of either of these books I'm I'm right on Amazon now <laughs> yes awesome all right um one last question I would love for you to share based on your journey and your experience what's one thing you want to share with every woman in the world um, something that you figured out with the game of money. This is going to be one that could be quite out there, but you need to stop and listen to yourself. You need to listen to your intuition. And the reason why is, especially if you're female, you are a creator. Okay, I believe that we are all creators in this world. When you become conscious, when you tap into your power, we have a power within us, every single one of us. My belief is that actually you Rachel clearly you're in your zone of genius but each of us have a zone of genius but mine is in allowing people to discover their purpose it lights me up to see people um achieving success in their career and using their gifts and talents somebody asked me the other day well what do you mean everyone can achieve success well success doesn't look the same to everyone success we are all integral humans in this um, collective here. We all have crucial and critical roles to play. Don't ever believe that your purpose is any less worthy or any less great than someone else's. It takes a lot of different people to make an amazing planet. And I truly believe that if you listen to yourself, you take some time to reflect. It's really hard in this day and age but consciously take some time just thinking about you and your needs. Follow your intuition. You don't need to know the last step. You need to know the next best step. 
but focus above all on keeping yourself in balance, keeping your body in balance, listening to what it needs. And you will be guided step by step exactly where you need to be. If you feel any fear, any anxiety, any worry or stress, that's your body telling you that you, you are not in the right place at this point in time and you need to make certain changes and shifts. So lean into where you feel that you're feeling, you've got your energy, you feel pulled, doesn't matter what people think. Don't worry about what others think. You don't need to go broadcasting what your purpose is. You need to tune into it. You need to figure it out. And then when you have the confidence, you'll bloom and you'll blossom into the best person that you can ever imagine who doesn't care what others think because that's really what holds everyone back. So I guess that's what I would share. It is very related to money because when you tap into your purpose, you will thrive in every aspect of your life and you will bring other people up along with you. And you'll find the most incredible people as well along the way. Meeting with you, Rachel, today, I'm very grateful to have crossed paths with you. And that would never have happened if I hadn't leaned into my consciousness and my purpose. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my share for the day, I think. <laughs> I love it. I love it. The reflection. And it's so true. When we silence the external world, the external voices, all of the external and really go deep within that is where our biggest power arises when we let it. And a lot of times we subdue it. I was speaking with a friend yesterday and we were talking about how she wants to leave her job and how she's going to finally do it. And, and she doesn't know what she's stepping into. She doesn't have to know her. Her husband has got a great new job. And so it's allowing her to take time to just think. I'm like, thank goodness, it's about time. But I'm so excited for, for those of you who get to have that time because it's so powerful to allow that in your life. And you have no idea what's going to unfold next, as Stephanie mentioned. So with that, um, would you love to share just any projects you're working on? Um, I know you mentioned um, some sort of accelerator or mastermind, and then also where people can connect with you. Well, at the moment, we are working, we have an amazing project. Um, and I'll not tell you too, too many details and bore anyone, but if you are someone who is interested in really discovering your purpose, tapping into what makes you light up every day, like Rachel, Rachel and I, then you can join. You're more than welcome to join our Facebook group. It's the Purpose to Profit Facebook group at Mindset Success. And I'll leave the link with you, Rachel, if you want to add that. But mm -hmm. I would definitely say just get yourself around amazing people and connect with like-minded women. And the thing I love about you so much, Rachel, is with a lot of people in the sort of financial realm, it's quite uh, materialistic you're very very connected to the humanity and the service and the the really high vibe I guess potential that money can bring and I think if you want to be successful and keep yourself grounded then I guess Rachel's community is really the very best so I would like to thank you as well for your community and for inviting me to join as I have done absolutely thank you so much for joining us today and I just I so appreciate your insights, your story, and um, sharing vulnerably. So thank you so much.